We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have Kelly Arazi here once again for another minute. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming back. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun having you here this week. I'm I'm really glad that we're doing this. We have some really cool stuff today. Um, I wrote a ton of notes that aren't super important. I mean, not, not super important. We have a lot to talk about, like a lot to talk about, but, um, kind of tangentially. So, uh, last minute ended, oh, well, I should say this, minute 19, <laughs> we're doing minute 19 <laughs> today, minute 19, starts with Hagrid checking his watch and notifying Harry that they are behind schedule, and ends with our new duo entering a dingy bar. Yes, dingy bars. Dingy bars. Um, Hagrid says that, that they're behind one. schedule. I was going to say, yeah, perfect place to bring in a living world boy. Behind schedule because uh, they need to let them know by July 31st, apparently. Okay, but it's like, <laughs> how long has Hagrid been here? Like, it's been Two like seconds. five minutes? Uh, <laughs> well, so in, they're leaving at midnight? Movie time, it's five minutes. Uh, in their time, maybe. But, but the next, I mean, it, then it's like daytime. The maybe it takes them a long time to get to London from where they're at? Sure. Because they are in the middle of nowhere. And I don't assume. So <laughs> do you think that they had to get a car? Who drove it? Hagrid can't drive a car. <laughs> There's, no, <laughs> There's way. no way. Or they Although can find saw... a car big enough for him to be in. Or to be oh, in yeah. Seat. Do you no. think that the motorcycle's somewhere? Is that no. what we should imply? No, Harry asks, still serious. Harry uh, asks Hagrid how he got to the island, and he says he flew. He does say that. I mean, they take the boat back. There's definitely not in the book. a broom that he would be I don't think he's riding a broom. No, and like, he's not like, flying, I imagine, like, Dark Lord style. like, Mary Poppins style with an <laughs> umbrella, right? Just a little... Yes, the pink umbrella. <laughs> Carrying uh, this, like, 300-pound... <laughs> oh, this makes me so happy. Giant. I am going to say that that must be what they did. Me, I'm just so. thinking of, like, um... <laughs> Kathy to Jimmy in Hocus Pocus, where she's on vacuum yeah. cleaner. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Because she was heavier, and then the other two had brooms, but she was, but she was he- heavier at the time. So you put the heavy people on vacuum cleaners. Right. There yeah, I don't think that Hagrid could fly a broom. No. It would be the biggest broom you've ever seen. He flies the Whomping Willow. A branch, <laughs> a branch from the Whomping Willow. Yes. So. Yeah, I don't know if I would trust that <laughs> that wood, but okay. It's it's, it's still trying to swat, swat at him. And, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. They just kick you off. So so they're gonna leave in the middle of the night, and so Hagrid uh, and the cover. Okay, of we night. said earlier this we we said earlier this week we brought up the fact that Hagrid like bust the door down when he showed up, but he softened but like, they, right away. He's yeah, like, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, I'll fix it. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and then he met and then he met the Dursleys. And so now he just yanks it back out, just drops like, it to the ground. floor, yeah. and leaves. And it's like, let's go. <laughs> right, we're gonna go. Unless you'd rather stay, of course. 
Because he doesn't put the door back up behind him. No, no, he yeah. does not. No. no. He's like, they he's, can figure it out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he just leaves it there. It's just raining inside <laughs> the house. They can hut. figure out how to get rid of that, that pig's tail. They can figure out how to close the door. He has to go figure to the house. Figure out how to get, that, right? get out of this, uh, <laughs> this, uh, hut. uh, yeah, I think it does. I think he, I don't know. I think I think that they reference it, but I don't know if they it's They reference ever... it and they it's like a we had to we had to spend like a week in the hospital to get that rid, rid of that mm-hmm. thing type of thing. Yeah. That's amazing that it took a week. Do you think they that had to right, I just, entire that just, I just be Okay. Wrong. But it but it was like it took I know, yeah. you know what? I actually think it took months. Wow. Do you Not think they in went the to hospital. regular like a hospital? They probably went to regular first. places first. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like a gradual thing. And then, and then just... Hagrid was like, oh yeah, hey, so I did this thing. <laughs> and Dumbledore was like, oh, now we gotta take care of that. He shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> he should not have said that. He should not have said that. <laughs> so they leave. Uh, there's a, there's a moment while he asks if Harry would rather stay. And then there's the, another great swell of music as Harry th- thinks about it for mm-hmm. a couple seconds. A millisecond. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he grabs that awful purple squared patterned Flannel shirt that he always his, uh, wears. His hipster shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he has to wear it over that giant gray T-shirt that he has that's tucked into yeah. the pants that are way too. Oh my god! I love that detail though. Yeah, they did in this movie. They really made it obvious that he was wearing Dudley's old old yeah. clothes. Yeah, yeah, because you know he's just they, a scrawny little boy. They're way too like him. two or three sizes too oh, big. Yeah, easily, easily. So he takes it and and they leave, and then we get this really great cut just straight to London, and we see. The Thames, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I, I'm glad you know. I love that uh, that gust of of wind that that happens when he's Harry is you know he says unless you'd rather stay yeah. of course and Harry takes a moment the wind blows from like the storm from outside yeah. kind of hits him he looks outside for a second and then takes his little jacket and he's like let's and, go and goes out into and, the storm yeah but I love it because they go you go from this like. You know, we, a few days ago we were talking about the dark setting yeah. of the hut on the rock mm-hmm. and uh, and that storm. And you go from that dark, isolate, isolated setting to not only this, the next cut is bright and, you know, as sunny as London can get, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then suddenly you're in the community. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're far from isolated. You're you're into London. A yeah. Of about to yeah. go exactly. into. Yeah, exactly. He's about to go so, into. So we see community. this and then it cuts from this to... Um, a market, but there's a deleted scene here that takes place in, in, in this cut, and it's a deleted scene of, um, Harry and Hagrid on, like, the train, or, like, a trolley or something. Yeah. And he's reading his school letter, uh, about the ingredients, and, and just getting some commentary from Hagrid, and Hagrid tells him that a wand is an essential, uh, essential thing. Um, essential piece of equipment, is what he yes. says, I believe. And then, um, he also mentions dragon hide gloves, and asks if they're actually dragons. And Hagrid, sassy Hagrid, says they don't come from penguins, <laughs> um, which I think is really funny. Um, which is interesting. I've always thought it was really interesting the way that I like that he admits are... here. I've always wanted a dragon. Yeah. Or blimey, I'd love to have a dragon. Yeah. And so it's such an important um, part because yeah. because it's a huge it detail helps, for later. It, yeah. Because huge, it sets up more. It sets up Norbert. Exactly. Um, except I, I think it doesn't. You don't lose anything by cutting that scene, really, because no. it's no surprise to anyone yeah. that he has a dragon now. Um, especially because we see Fluffy first. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, Fluffy, yeah. 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 Uh, so, so we see them on the street in London proper. Um, they're in the city of London. They're on a street called, uh, 
Tot- uh, it's called Charing Cross Road, which is close to Tottenham Court Road. And, uh, this is, they're actually in the Leiden Hall Market, which is in the city of London, which uh, we were talking about off mic, but the city of London, um, is not part of the London municipality. Like, it's not a borough of London. It's its own little city within the city. And it is, used to be the center of the Roman market of London. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see right here, uh, on the street corner, this is at 38 Leadenhall Market. I looked for John Kent Greengrocer. Aww. To find this. Is it a real He's, shop still? It's, a, it's not anymore, unfortunately. Okay. John Kent uh, was a fruiterer and greengrocer. And it says that since the filming of this, the, the shop has shut down because they opened a French chocolate shop. Oh. Um, but also on the street, we see uh, there's a Blockbuster. There is a Charing Cross Books store. And then there's a shop on the opposite side of the Leaky Cauldron that's called Circle, but I have no idea what it is. I couldn't find it. Sure. It's called Circle. But we can't see Blockbuster in this shot, right? Not that in this shot. Too... I was looking for it. Uh, but according to the Muggle, uh, according to the, the Harry Potter wiki page, um, it should be somewhere in this scene. Yeah. And I think it's only briefly. It even says on that that it's How briefly. But um, at the time, those were the shops that were open on the street. I, I would love to. Uh, I bet you could go back and look at existence. Yeah, yeah, back in 2003. <laughs> 2000 and... I never no. even thought about Blockbuster. 2003 being is whenever the England. shop clo- closed. Yeah, it's weird that Blockbuster oh, would be in England. I don't know why I think I mean, that I don't know why it would thing, be weird, but, but... Yeah, it is kind of weird. They need to have some... Because I think that... England is magical because I am American. Sure. I grew up. Yeah. And it's this weird word, to think even about though it's just having... English, is magical because I read it in Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Totally. So, um, we see Haggard and Harry coming down the street and he's asking about, or he's reading off the, the school list. And so, um, I wrote a note when I first watched this because I didn't realize that there was a deleted scene about Harry's, um, in the, in the theatrical cut of the movie, Harry's school list is just a pewter cauldron, size two, and students may bring, if they desire, an owl, cat, or toad. And that's the whole list. We don't hear the rest of it. Because the rest of it was in that scene yeah. that got to. Yeah. And, um, so... I think it's assumed that there's more. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because I read the books and I know that there's more. Exactly. Um, but... And I would think that anyone would assume that he's like, yeah. like oh, we're just tuning in in the but middle of this are, list. Yeah. And but I think don't it's see nice him get to... a cauldron. No, we, we don't. See him... It would be nice for him to have said, like, robes and a yeah. wand. I mean, yeah. we're not going to get Madame Malkin's yeah. robe shop. Yeah, we never were. Oh, which sucks, because that's that means we, we miss Mal- we Malfoy. Malfoy's first introduction. Um, yeah, it's totally different. So, they're in Leiden Hall Market. Leiden Hall Mar- Market dates back to the 14th century, and it stands on what was the center of Roman London. Um, this market was also featured in a couple of other movies that I wrote down. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, which I think we've talked about um, in other things we've done hereafter. There's a movie, a 1975 British thriller called Branigan. And there's an Indian rom-com drama called Love Aj Kal that came out in 2009. And they all featured this uh, as a as a backdrop. It's a, street. it's a beautiful little street. It's uh, it's, it's amazing. It, it's enclosed. That's in what parts I was gonna say. It. it looks like they've mm-hmm. got in some it's, like some malls are like that where it's like yeah. you can go. It's like the entrance is a street, and on the other side of the street is also an entrance. But inside, it's like its own little. It's mall. all enclosed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of pictures of like the inside of this market and things that you can see all over the internet. It's gorgeous. Um, 
I was gonna, I didn't write down any of the notes about, um, what the actual, like, the guy that was responsible for making it and stuff, but there was a whole, there's a whole, you can find all that information oh, online. Yeah. It's really amazing. So I love just getting to see them walking down the street. Of course, here again we have Hagrid's body double, um, Martin Bayfield. His face covered by hair. Yeah. <laughs> this is totally conveniently. <laughs> and then of course, so we get these camera shots. I mean, they definitely give the, I don't know if we're supposed to be like in the eyes of the character. Like, are we, we're not Harry. He's not I looking at Harry, works. but we're, I think we're it works. the angle yeah. really adds to that, to that dynamic like, like, of the right between of Harry. Kind of like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Keep looking up. Mm-hmm. Of course, Harry has to ask like, can we, can we find all this in London? Do they have wands and cauldrons and owls and toads and, I mean, I'm sure yeah. you can get a cat in London anywhere. Yeah, right. If you know what, you, you could probably you find a cauldron in Rome. You can't get a and... in, in London. No, no, you can't. Yeah. Uh, or a wand. That's true. An essential piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. So, so of course, Hagrid, more a little more sassy Hagrid, saying, "Yeah, if you know where to go, you know where to go." Um, yeah, I have a, I have a quote I want to read that yeah. I only wrote. Um, in this, I'm finding in Harry Potter and Imagination, The Way Between Two Worlds by the wonderful Travis Quincy, who also did, uh, he write, he has the, uh, Hogshead, um, oh, yeah. uh, blog. Um, so, so Rowling says, this is an interview, talking about, uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia is li- literally a different world, whereas in the Harry Potter books, you go into a world within a world that you can see if you happen to belong. And then she says, a lot of the humor comes from collisions between the magic and everyday worlds. And I thought that was an interesting quote. Um, oh, I think that's fascinating. Because we're here in between the worlds. And to, you know, there's a lot of, you know, when you're looking at a fantasy series and stuff, and, you know, going into fairy with a capital F and yeah. going into that boundary of the the ordinary real, quote unquote, real world into the magical one. And whether it's a portal, whether it's immersion, um, and this is, this is one that's there if you belong to mm-hmm. it, um, which I really love. Because Hagrid says, you know, if you know where to look. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's there's something really kind of playful about it that I think is great. Yeah. And so then we cut to them, like, approaching the, just this unassuming, it's all black. Even the sign is blank. Yeah, like, and it's, <laughs> the sign is so dark that you can't see it. Well, it's you like can see it. I think this angle is, is bad for it. Once they open the door in a second, you'll be able to see it a little bit better, but, um... It's very dark. It's very, mm-hmm. like, unassuming. Like, people wouldn't ordinarily approach this, a, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's just a closed shop. And, and what muggle wants to go look in a closed shop? Yeah, you know? exactly. Muggles exactly. don't see or hear the night bus. They don't really pay attention mm-hmm. to what's going around them. Yeah. Um, but wizards, wizards do. Wizards do. They're more observant. Well, but I think there's also, like, there's all the stuff about, like, magical protections and and um, mm-hmm. things like that to keep it, uh, it obscured. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um... I like there's a bookstore next door. That's what I was going to mention. There's a bookstore next door. More books upstairs. At the entrance of the Wiki Cauldron, there's a bookstore. And when they exit, um, when they exit the, the brick wall and go into Diagon Alley, the first thing we see is a bookstore. Oh, I like that. I didn't yeah. even and consider that. That's I have awesome. another quote. Wait, which, oh, no. This was on Pottermore. Um, and she actually says something about this. She says... Um, Charing Cross Road, which is the real road, yeah. uh, is famous for its bookshops, both modern and antiquarian. This is why I wanted it to be the place where those in the know go to enter a different world. Nice. Because books, books. 
are the entry point for us Aww. to enter different worlds. That's a little sappy, but I love it. God, I love it so much. <laughs> it's, really it's really great. So we see them uh, entering the entering the Leaky Cauldron, and that's the end of the minute. Um, we get a cut inside. Like, we see the... Actually, I guess we have a few seconds left. I marked it differently. Um, we see the inside of the, the Leaky Cauldron, and we see them step inside. Uh, you can hear the sounds of, like, laughter mm-hmm. and, and wizards and chatting. Noise. Yeah, yeah, just, like, general bar noise, like the clinking of glasses. Well, yeah, it's it's so satisfying. You, this, we're, we're kind of immersed in sound in a way that we haven't been before. Like, this is the first okay. time that we've been in a place that has a gathering of people. Yeah. And it's because we're going from that isolation to that community. Yeah, and so and here's the first so time you cool. really get that sense of like, oh, there are others that I belong mm-hmm. with. Like it's it's part of this whole thing. I think it's I think it's awesome. I really love the Leaky Cauldron. It might be one of my favorite places in in the uh, Wizarding World. Um, but that's it. We don't get any more of that. I think that was everything I had for this minute. How do you guys feel? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No problem. Come back tomorrow, you guys. Follow us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute and Twitter at HP Minute and join our Facebook group. I've been talking about it all week. It's Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army. Um, you can email us at contact at hpminute.com and you can find us at duallyandgenre.com. Give them some love. All those shows over there are awesome. I really love Lord of the Rings Minute and Back to the Future Minute. If you like our show, they were doing it first, so go check them out. <laughs> You're right. We are but humble <laughs> servants. We, yeah, yeah. We're we're the new kids on the block. We're we're we're, we're newbies in the family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Do you wanna do you wanna tell people where to find you, Kelly? Yeah. Um my blog, themiddlepage.net. Um and I guess on Twitter middle page, but uh but Instagram is just the middle page. Um and you can find me there and uh yeah, I'll talk about everything nerdy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for joining us for this minute, you guys. Join us tomorrow as we wrap up the week with the first little bit of the Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Mischief Mischief managed. Managed.